Alright, um, hello ladies and gentlemen, it's me Daniel K, welcome to another episode of the Pathologic Podcast, I guess, because I'm currently obsessed with this game. It's the next day, it's the first time I'm playing this game in the daytime. There's every chance that at any second now my wife will arrive home from work, I'll have to jump up and pretend to have been cleaning the house. So get ready for the, the, the game to end suddenly. Uh, before I forget... Cool, that'll do it. Everything's probably synced up properly now. Opening path logic Oh, okay. Let me just quickly switch off the light because I can see the light globe reflecting in the old thing over behind me. Oh, there's always this stupid room maintenance that happens whenever I start one of these dumb old episodes. Alright, that'll do it. That's fine. I'm not going to see the blackest of blacks because it's, you know, daytime currently, but... Oh well. Oh, what's this? Updating Steam? No, don't update Steam. Uh-huh. There we go. Ambitious. Yeah, we can just skip all these logos. Allow me them. to remind you that an epidemic of unknown origins origin has already eradicated a few genuinely distinctive towns in the northern part of the country. This is new. The cause and circumstances of these tragic events remain uncertain. There is a lot that we cannot explain yet. It appears as though the plague has a mind of its own, as if it is driven by some irrepressible will. Why else has no one managed to fight it successfully? Why does it target the most precious aspects of our existence? The sand plague picks its victims fastidiously. The sand the same plague. principle always draws it back to whoever tries to oppose it. Surprisingly, we've yet to hear a single word from the powers that be. For this is from H. Orff's internal note. All right. So yeah, I guess, don't forget there's a plague going on while this game is happening. Is that, the, is that the case? I think that's the case. Oh no, I've got a bunch of game to still play back through. I'm just about to talk to the weird actress lady who I don't properly trust. Okay, uh, because last episode the game crashed, and I, I, so I lost a little bit of progress. Let me just play back up to where I was, huh? Okay. Cool. I've just been through the dialogue tree with, uh, what's her face? Anna. Shubnak is an evil man-eater made of clay and bones. Okay, She's cool. the murderer. Thank you, Anna. Shabnak, I'll keep that in mind. Um, I just talked to her again to get her name. Anna Angle, or Angel. My life is in your hands. I'm asking so little of you. I go to the cemetery myself, but I can't leave this place. What if someone breaks in and finds the body here? Uh, I say wait some more. Okay, let's head to the old cemetery. Let's not get distracted by the game crashing like we did last time, huh? Uh, remember Dan, keep an eye out for, um, oh it's raining. Keep an eye out for water, water fountains, because we've got a bunch of empty bottles. I feel like I should be running around catching the rain. Cool. Oh, oh, looking the other way while a group of men beat up a woman. Out of context. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please, uh, the the out of context podcast, out of context podcast quotes. Don't don't use that. Makes me feel bad. Makes me feel bad every time I see it happen in this misogyny game. 
Looking in a bin, picking up an empty bottle. Uh, an another woman is being targeted. Just by one man this time. Um, so let me just look the other way. I guess they're like... I don't know, if there's a plague on, maybe they're blaming women? Because that one woman was burned on her rib like a steak, wasn't she? That was no good, was it? Um, so maybe they're like, Urgh, we're wrong-headed men. We think maybe women are causing the plague. Or something like that. Maybe it's witchcraft. Oh, flashes of lightning. Okay, I'm about to walk through the field that's at the back of the uh, of the place uh, where the the guy, the butcher, is being given sanctuary. And I'm walking along a path. There's a big hole in the ground, but with a roof over it here, like a sort of a there's a, a a roof propped up by wooden thingos. And it's just like covering up a big hole in the ground. Okay, and now I'm walking across the field. Is this a train track? I'm about to cross a train track which cuts through this field. And then on the other side of the train track, a little dirt path leads to a huge, spiky, uh, like a wooden, wooden double doorway in an arch that leads through this big stone wall. And like the, the wooden doorway has these iron spikes on top of it. So I'm gonna just walk through and here we are in the cemetery. Uh, and there's a big like plaster and stone building with a massively tall wooden door here. So many rocks in this cemetery. There's all these grave markers, these gravestones, these tombstones, but there's also just rocks. There's lots of rocks everywhere. Oh, look at that grave marker. There's like a really tall one. Like a bizarre, like, gothic design. It's like double tower up into the sky with a metal... Like a metal arch... Design. In the negative space. Yeah, interesting grave markers. Some of them really tall and weird. There's lots of really tall stuff in this game. I find myself looking up in this game so much. Oh, I, I forget. I'm on a time limit now. Okay, I'm going into the building. It's stone. Oh, hello. Okay, there's a man with a... Uh, he has a uh, posture. The kind of posture which would get him on the National Disability Service. Uh, <laughs> here in Australia. He, he, yeah, he deserves some assistance because of this kind of posture. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a posture that is going to make everyday tasks a little bit more difficult for this guy. He's got massive black boots, he has one arm shorter than the other, and he has very big eyes and an intense stare. Let's speak to him. A hunchback. He's not a real person. He's got that, that weird sewn doll icon instead of a portrait. What do you need, kind sir? He asks. Uh, I'm, looking for, I'm looking for Grace, I say. Ah, the caretaker's girl. No grace around here, you can see. The place is completely graceless. <laughs> What's your business with her? Um, I could make a little... I can just say I wanted to help me bury a guy. Or I can say... Oh, if it were about me personally, I wouldn't have come here on my own feet now, would I? 
which is like a joke. It's about a dead body, I'm saying, but I'm not outright saying it. Aye, makes sense. Loads of sense. Uh Uh-huh. Putting some six feet under without any rotating thunder. Putting someone six feet under without any roaring thunder, says the hunchback. Or the the person with a hunchback, I'm sorry. It's pretty, pretty reductive of me. The process demands meticulousness, kind sir. You know that. How long since the stiff's gone stiff? Um, I can either say that's a weird question or I've got no idea. It's not a weird question. And I do know. So neither of these are a good option. But I, I'm just going to say I've got no idea. You bring 2,000 here, kind sir. We'll bury the devil himself and sing a pretty tune for you to boot. Got to put even the shabnak adig back into the ground for 2,000. Is that the, That's the man-eater, I think. The psalm ain't pretty, I know, but the times ain't killer on the looks either. But the times ain't killer on the looks either. I can show the kind sir a way out, by the way. Well? Uh, the, hun- the person with the hunchback says, You're a big city man. I can feel aversity away. That I can feel aversed away. Your equipment would cost a fortune in our shops. The poor morons would give you their soul for it. They buy all sorts of crap anyway. They've got loads of money saved up right now. What with the train coming soon and all. But them folks are addicted to not starving, so they're gradually selling their stuff. You could become a rich man in just a few hours if you play your cards right. And I say, yeah, looks like I'll have to follow your advice. So these guys want 2000 bucks to bury someone. Oh, there's, this is just like a tiny little room with a statue. So I, I guess I've got to either find Grace somehow. Let's speak to this other guy. It's just like a normal-looking guy. Hey, Gravedigger. What might you be buying, dear sir? Ah, uh, who might you be burying, dear sir? Sorry for reading that so wrong. Are you the caretaker of the cemetery? I don't really want to talk to this guy. I've talked to the guy with a hunchback. So I think I've got everything I need to know. The caretaker's been pushing up the daisies for, let me think, five years now. Turned to grass already, all excited to bask in the sun. Me? I'll have to endure them hardships for a long time still. (laughs) I could say, oh, for a long time, huh? Who knows? Or I can say, I'm here on burial business. Where's him stiff? And I'll say, uh, well, you'll have to go get it. It's not far. It's in a mansion on a riverbank. And the gravedigger says, oh, man, you better speak to the hunchback over there. He's the boss. I can say, yeah, I'm going to say, you should have told me right away because the other option is to call him really stupid. Okay, cool. So i got to go. How much money have I got? 1,266. So let me go find the nearest shop and see how much I can sell my drugs for. Because I'm running out of time, ladies and gentlemen. What time is it even? It's quarter past nine. And we've got until midnight. Alright, I'm walking across the field to this little residential district. Oh. I'm like behind a big residential district. But it's all fenced off. I can't quite get to it. I'm in this like weird nothing area. 
Ah, uh, what's this? There's a fenced off circle on the ground with cow skulls on the fence. Looks like a place you'd normally keep a horse or something, but there's nothing in there at the moment. Alright, I'm here. Oh. Uh-oh. Okay, cool. We had the, cord the corduroy pattern for a second there, but it's okay now. I have to remember to save my game often. Oh, and now we're getting weird glitches. The fence is, um... When I look at the fence around this circle, the fence post's texture is stretching all the way across the map and disappearing through a house. And there's similar texture glitches going across the ground. Oh, it's happening everywhere. Some of the houses have textures which are just exploding across into the sky in thin tendrils, and some of them have, like, whole wall textures. Like, it's almost like squeegee art. Like, um... Oh, and there's a hole in that house. I can see right through it. Yeah, it's like... Oh, my gosh. It's like, uh... It's like squeegee, um, silkscreen art. Is this deliberate? Is this some psychedelic effect? Am I going crazy and hallucinating? Like, in-game? Because this is bizarre. Oh my god, look! The whole side of a house is... Oh my god. Let me see if I can print screen. Let me just alt-tab out. Paste the print screen into Adobe. I might cut this bit out. Wait, now Adobe's giving me weird glitches. Oh, I didn't manage to get the print screen. I mean, let me just take a photo with my phone. Oh, it's gone! Okay, everything's back to normal now when I go back into the game. Okay, cool. Alright, well, I'm back in the residential district. Everything's normal, everything's fine. I feel like there's bugs in my computer now, crawling around inside. Chewing up my graphics card or something. Where's a shop? God damn it. There's a million shops and I can't find one. All the lights in people's houses are on. None of these places are shops. There's no signs. Just wandering aimlessly. Picked up three coins off the ground. That's nice. That's not a shop. That's not a shop. So, uh, just as a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, all the houses, like, just every now and again, a house will have a sign on the door, which is like, hey, this is a normal house, but inside there's a trader. You can make, tra like, you know, you can do some business, some commerce with. Just walking around trying to find one of those signs. Here we are! Oh! It's a sign I haven't seen before. It's of a heart. A, a fractured heart. Like a shattered heart. Like a, a... Okay. And I go down to a basement door before entering. Oh! It's locked! Okay, what is this on the map? It's nothing on the map. It's just a normal residential house. It's an interesting design. It's like a tall three-story house with these art, um, art nouveau, not art deco, but art nouveau, like slightly naturalistic vine-like stone, uh, stone frames around the windows and metalwork in the windows. Everything's kind of art, art nouveau in this game. All right, here's a chemist. This might even be the same chemist where I where I bought the drugs at the end of last episode. Hey buddy. How much money are you gonna give me for my stuff? I can sell these tablets. Twenty-seven bucks. 
This Meridorm, 162. This Morphine. He'll give me 700 for that. Um, and can I sell you these razors? Yeah. Two straight razors will put me up to 2,081 bucks. And this clock. Okay, so maybe I can take back... What can I take back? Uh, if I take back my Meridorm, my painkiller, I go down to 1,964. So I'm going to sell... What if I sell my bullets? Nice! 81 bucks for these... Revolver... This revolver ammo. A revolver bullet with a round nose, steel jacket, steel core. Relatively rare type of round. is recommended using it sparingly. So that'll put me up to 2,000 bucks and I can still keep one of my drugs. My painkiller. But not my morphine. I'm selling my morphine for this. Done. So I've got over 2,000 bucks now and this guy's got all my drugs. The stuff I do. The stuff I do. Okay, now let's run back to the, the man with the hunchback. Okay. Okay. So, oh, I just picked up three coins off the ground. I'm retracing my steps. This is where I went last time. How's my thirst? Oh, no, that's my inventory. My reputation... I don't have thirst. All I've got is hunger. My health is filling up, which I'm not too sure if that's a good thing. I think that might be a bad thing. There's a place where I can buy some meat. But I don't want to do anything. I've got 2,000 bucks now, and I need to give that to the guy. To sell the guy. I mean, to bury the guy. Alright. I'm walking underneath... It's like a passageway which connects two houses. Oh, there's a clothing shop. I'm walking past like a million shops now. Now that I've already found one, I'm walking back... Back to the cemetery and passing like... I've passed like three or four shops. Clothes shops, food shops... Alright, I'm on the field, um, which I'll walk across. There's the pit with the roof. A gigantic pit. I'm walking past, there's a pyre here, some, some logs, which look like they're ready to get set on fire. And here's the, tr the railway track, cutting across the field, I'm about to cross it. I haven't saved my game in a while, I'm going to quickly save my game. And now here's the archway with the wooden double doors I've gone through. And now here's the tall wooden door stone building. And here's the man with the hunchback. What do you need, kind sir? He asks. I've got the money here, I say. Ah, lovely. Where's the freshie? Uh, it's at Anna Angle's place. And hurry up. Okay. Let's check my little log. Uh, here we are. Um, I guess I go back to Anna now? Yeah, I'll definitely have to go back to Anna. So, goodbye. Goodbye, people. What time is it? 10, 11, 10. So, it's 10.26. And I'm gonna die at midnight. 
So I'm glad I found those coffee beans in that bar, because otherwise I would have passed out by now, presumably. I'm walking back across the field. The pyre is on my left now. The massive pit is on my left now. A stone monolith is on my right, just in the middle of this field. And now also on my, on my right is that little hostel where the butcher is hiding. And now I'm back on a stone path, which is going to lead me into the residential district. I'm walking past a man who at any minute could go crazy and start punching a woman. So let's quickly avert our gaze from that, in case we see something which upsets us. I'm going to turn left along this path. Um... And I'm going underneath the corridor, the stone corridor, which joins two residential houses up on the second story there. I've gone under it, like a little archway, a little, little path goes between that little makeshift archway. Um, passing a shop which sells meat on my left. And I can see... Oh, I just picked up two silver pieces from the ground. There's the chemist on my right, where I sold my stuff. And now this building here... The Willows, Anna Engel's house. So, let's jump in. And talk to Anna. Hello, Anna. There she is. Oh, the body's gone. Groovy. Hello. Life is hard. Yeah, life is hard. Oh, how can I thank you? I'd love to give you some sort of trinket as a token of my gratitude. <laughs> um, I could either say a silver ring from your lovely finger would be more than enough, but no thanks. I'm going to say you've got nothing to thank me for. Really? Well, I'll have an opportunity to show you what my good graces mean. You won't regret it, and you'll see, you'll see then that I never forget kindness. Um, my only option is to say, you're too anxious, get some sleep. When you look her in the eye, your mouth just kind of opens up. Okay, she says, I think the wind is changing. Why are there so many outsiders in town? So she's just off the subject. This was a bit of a dead end, burying this guy. I think I have to go quickly back to Alexander and talk to him about all this. Um... Now that I've started her dialogue up again, I can say, Anna, I'd like to hear your honest opinion. Do you also find Simon Cain's death unnatural? She says, no, not at, all. not at all. How could someone living on, perhaps even beyond the edge of what is humanly possible, not die? At least that's what the smart people are saying. Not my ideas, you see. I say, so Simon, Simon loved to challenge limits and restrictions, I gather. She says, indeed, he loved it, and he was good at it. You could bury him underground for a couple of days, and he'd be totally fine. He was pierced with iron rods once, too. One of them broke in his chest, but Simon didn't die. Tricks like these would have been incredibly popular in a circus. Oh, I do miss the man. Okay, so our friend Isidore was killed with a spike in his body as long as my arm. So that's an interesting little connection. Uh, who could have killed him? An envier, I ask? It just occurred to me that he could have killed himself, she says. Oh, why, I say. I don't know. There's no one else that could have done it. No one. I mean it. Neither the biggest hater nor the most desperate beggar. I mean, in his case, suicide is a way more believable conjecture, conjecture than murder. Are you sure, I ask? Nobody is to blame for his death. I honestly believe that Simon was doomed. This is Anna speaking. 
what he did was too much for a single person to handle. Uh, I say, I feel my leg being pulled, and that's the end of the conversation. Okay, let's goddamn run back to Alexander. I wish I could sprint. One of these days, I'll learn that there's a sprint option, and I'll kick myself. Okay, I'm pretty close to Alexander's place. I'll just take a detour to look in this bin. No, there's nothing in the bin. Woof, 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 says a scary dog somewhere in the distance. Walking past a man in the street. There's a butcher to my left. Another bin. Nothing in it, though. Oh, bins. I love them so much. Okay. Here, I can see the rod, which is Alexander's mansion. Is it Alexander? I might have gotten his name wrong. I think this is the front. Oh, no. There's like a little hand symbol on the back. Okay, I've got a little circle on my map over um, Katrina's door. Oh, I just heard a dog in real life. I'm actually just going to quickly visit Katrina before I visit Alexandra. Alexander? Alexander. I've forgotten his name. Yeah, okay. I've gone to the back of the mansion. I have to walk up some steps to a little... Um, Veranda, stone veranda, and now here's the back door which leads to... Oh, I think it's 11 o'clock. It's just gone 11 o'clock, yep. So, I'm fucked in an hour, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. My Hello, Katrina. look just like buttons, don't they? No, they look normal to me. She says, oh, the torment, I can't bear it. Um, I could say, why don't you take some painkillers then? Or I could say, do you also think Simon Kane's death was unnatural? Which is what I'm going to say, because I'm in a desperate kind of mood. No, not at all. How could someone who had absorbed all our blood not die? A single man cannot handle that. There are limits to a living being's vitality, and there are limits to the world's patience. Um... I say absorbed? Simon used to drink human blood? The other two options are kind of dumb in this situation. Simon transformed our town into a single whole, a living being. He was the heart and we were the blood running through the town's veins. We radiated his light and that's why he, that's why we used to shine so brightly. The bound are actually bound to Simon. Uh, what about limits to the world's patience? What do you mean by that, I ask? I cannot elaborate on this. I can only feel it as if there was a heavenly wrath. The payback for all that he had done. The world couldn't stand it anymore. I say, but the world must have made someone its weapon, right? Looking for that murderer. Gotta look for the murderer. Come on, Katrina. I'm gonna die in an hour. Help me find the murderer. She says, who is to blame for his death? Even if someone did have something to do with it, is that person worth blaming? Most likely they didn't even realize they were killing someone. Yes, that's how it was. Now I see very clearly. Uh, oh yeah, you're clairvoyant, I say. Is that it? In things of small value, the dialogue ended. Bold enough not to trust to appearances. Okay, cool. The dialogue ended, and now I'm talking to Katrina again. The only option I have is she says, "Oh, the torment." I say, "Take some painkillers." That's it. That's the end. Okay, I'm running out. I'm gonna go talk to your husband. Go around here. Go around. <laughs> My time is so goddamn limited. It's nearly midnight. I'm coming around to the front of the mansion. I'm going through the door. Hey, how's it going, Alexander? 
This Haruspex is trying to prove his innocence. It's a no-go. Who? The, the, the Haruspex is the other main character I could have chosen. That's a weird dialogue. You've come to meet with Simon, haven't you? What can I do for you now? Oh, this is just the same old bullshit. And there's nothing here! He has nothing! Oh no, oh no, I thought this was it. Well, god damn it. Now what do I do? Maybe I can run back to... Grigori. It's so far away! Grigori's miles away, I'm never gonna make it. Oh... I'm gonna try running back to Grigori. No, I'm gonna load my game. I've wasted my time talking to all these people. Maybe I haven't. Maybe I have to talk to Katrina. She did say some interesting stuff, didn't she? Well, what the hell time is it? Okay, it's seven minutes past eleven. It actually hasn't been as much time as I thought. Okay, so I'm gonna try and run back to Grigori. And talk to him. And maybe... I don't know maybe what, but maybe that'll somehow save me? Okay, it's time for me to double check that there's no run button. <laughs> Let's check the controls. Um, forward, backward, left, right, use, jump, torch, plague finder, V. What happens when I hit V? Oh! Oh! Interesting. I'm wasting time though. I look through a little lens and I can see things highlighted in blue through people's windows. Um, but I've got to figure out what that is later. The plague finder. Attack, alt attack, show hide hands, sneak. Reload, inventory, map. Diary, letters, character status, list of the bound. Sheath holster weapon, quick save, quick load. No, there's no run. Okay. Alright. I'm leaving the, the, the mansion grounds. I'm gonna cross a bridge. The first of two bridges I need to cross. I'm crossing uh, one river into a residential district, which I have to pass through. Um, and then I have to cross over another river, another bridge, into where... Um, where... What is his name? Oligarchy lives. Um, I'm walking past some weird ruins in the middle of this district. This is actually on the way to the sanctuary. Uh, where that woman let me sleep. If you remember. Um. Oh! I've taken a wrong... a silly w Oh, this is a silly way to go. Okay, I'm committed now. I've got to go forward, turn left, and then right, instead of going a more diagonal route towards the bridge. So that was silly of me. Just picked up six coins from the ground. That's pretty good. There's a chemist over there. There's a man in the street. Looking up at the sky. There's lots of high clouds. Lots of small, high cotton ball clouds. Um, is that... Uh... Cirrostratus clouds, or altostratus clouds, or whatever, or the super-duper high cotton buds? Cirrocumulus clouds. They're the, they're the best. Uh, yeah, check them out. They're your new favourite cloud. Alright, back to it, everyone. Okay, here's the second bridge I need to cross. I'm making pretty good progress. 
think... Uh, a little symbol just popped up on the bottom left and I heard a page turn sound. Uh, let me just quickly see what time it is. Okay. Uh, it's 11.32. We've got less than half an hour before... Before my my game is ended. And where are we? Okay, we're pretty close. Um, I'm gonna go left. I can see their mansions in front of me, but there's a wall in between. Here we are. Okay, I can get through the wall there. I've got just a couple minutes left. I'm gonna speak to the guy first. It looks like I could also speak to, um... Oh, there's a fountain here, but I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna detour. I've just got a couple minutes of this game left. Oh, sounds like my wife's just come home. Let me just pause. Oh. Hello, how's it going? back. Yeah, my wife came home. She got me some macaroons. I've just had macaroons for lunch. Mmm. Now let's see what's happening, eh? Oh no, I'm gonna die! Ah, there's only a few minutes left. I've just gone to run through Musigorsky's front door or whatever his name is. Ogulski. Where is he? He's around here in the back room. I'll come around. Here's the guy. Hello. I feel almost nothing. Grigori. Oh no, he doesn't have anything for me. He's going, oh, I'm counting on you, doctor. Um. Uh. No, none of these options of mine are good. None of these are going to save me. Uh, I'd like to examine your brother's body. Um, Grigori says, We've sent for Isidore Baraka's most accomplished apprentice. His name is Stanislav Rubin. Quite a resolute and talented man, this Rubin is. I've great, I've, I have great expectations for him. He'll bring everything you need, you need, and you'll examine the body together. Um... I can ask a very stupid question. Why didn't you send for Isidore himself? Because he go like, oh, I just heard Isidore's dead. Uh, I can say, let me know when this Reuben arrives. Or I can say, I'm no pathologist and autopsy is not my specialty, but I could perform a preliminary examination. I want that to happen, so I'm going to click that. Oh, I'm genuinely sorry, Doctor, but our family's traditions were cherished for as long as the families existed. One such tradition requests the dead to be left alone for 24 hours. The body is not to be seen or touched by anyone. This period of deferral will be over tomorrow. Uh, I could either insist, which I'm, I don't feel comfortable doing, or I could say, where does that tradition come from? On several occasions, excessive haste has led to undesirable consequences. The phenomenon that Isidore had invited you here to study. It's our blood. This physiological trait of our family shows itself from time to time. Oh, that's kind of interesting, I say. 
The examination of the body will not help you in any way. This puzzle has to be solved within your mind. I'm not able to or even allowed to tell you any more than that. Believe me, I'm not trying to conceal any evidence from you. The body is kept in the ice house. It's intact, but focus may not be breached. Um... I will wait for the required period of time to pass, I say. And now quickly let me run to your sister. Maybe she can help me. She's my only hope. She's like the only house I can get to. But I've got to go around the back, don't I? I'm going to quickly run. I'm not even going to spend time looking at what time it is. I'm walking around to the other the other mansion in this little garden of mansions. I've gone around the back. Here's the door. Go, 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 go. Here we go. Where are you? Where is she? Here she is. Here she is. Hello. Yes. Hello. Maria. Now listen closely, she says. The time for collusion, secrets, and alliances has come. I'm going to ask something of you. I'm not used to that. I'm used to holding the reins, but you're not harnessed. So it would be unacceptable to address you in this manner. I find solace in the fact that my request will be welcome with you. It fits the style of your venture. Um, I can say my job is no venture. I hope it never becomes one. Well, I apologize if my words came across as mangled and silly. I'm truly not used to asking. The nature of my request demands complete and selfless humility. Just imagine me begging and, kneel and kneeling. And believe me, I do feel that way. I can, I can be a bit creepy. Or I can, see, I can say, no need to kneel. What did you want to talk about? Uh, today's death was the first, but it won't be the last. Simon has opened the score of uh, irreplaceable victims. Soon their number will multiply. I beg you to preserve the lives of several people when the lines of their fortune cross yours. Before any of them die, there will be a moment when you'll be able to intervene. I know that for a fact. Who are these people? It doesn't matter. What was destined to happen will happen. You can be whatever you want to be, but not a coward choosing to hear no evil and run away from reality. I'll forgive you a list. I, I will give you a list of those I know of. These people are bound to you. Oh no! I should have had this list way at the start. I think I just. I think after talking to one of her brothers, I should have come back and talked to her, and she would have given me this. So with minutes before I die at midnight. I get this cool list. Bound, I ask? There's a tight spring of power within each of these people. It gives me like a slightly... a weird option. So I could have said bound, or I could have said, wait, are you trying to flirt with me? I went with, wait, bound? There's a tight spring of power within each of these people. Each of them can break the routine of human existence and become something greater. Aha, reflexivity. Yes. I've done... Yes. They're standing on the verge of their humanity, gazing into the realm where they could serve a different, higher purpose without even knowing it. Moreover, they're bound to make the leap in one way or another, and that's why we call them simply the Bound. Um, how is their fate bound to mine, I ask? Did you say my victory would depend on them? How? Oh, I don't know. I'm not a mistress yet. The future's not as clear to me as I'd prefer, but I can feel the presence. Oh, but I can feel the present. Oh, where have you gone, Pathologic? 
There we are. Sorry, it just minimized itself for some reason, but the bugs crawling around on my computer just chomped a little circuit board or something. I can already distinguish a dubious guest from the pulse of the precise knowledge devoid of words and images. These people are bound to you. Your lives are connected. I wouldn't have asked you to take care of them otherwise. Um, just trying to balance the blue snowball on the whiskey bottle a little bit better. There we are. Are you clairvoyant, I ask? Because the other answer was to be accusing her of being delusional. Yes. You haven't been told, have you? It didn't even cross my mind that someone may be unaware of my abilities. No one here dares doubt them, for they're evident. Yes, the mistress of every ruling house possesses special abilities. I'm learning to see the future and transform the present. Um... I can say, I don't believe you, or I can say, this fact offers your words a different degree of authenticity, which is a pretty ambiguous statement, but I'm going to make it. Will you comply with my request? Will you save the lives of the people I named to you? Answer me before going back to Eva. Uh, all right, if it's within my power, I'll do my best to save their lives, I could say, but there's also three other options. How do you know that Eva had asked me to come back? Oh, had she? I'd forgotten. No, Maria, I need to go back to the capital as soon as possible. I always follow my principles. It doesn't matter which lines of fortune cross. There'll be no exceptions. If it's within my powers, I'll do my best to save their lives, I say. Oh, here's a list of the bound. Whatever happens, these people must live. Their fates are bound to mine. They may well hold the keys to my victory in their hands. Gregory Kane, Victor Kane, Andre Stamatin. Here's the creepy guy in the bar, I think. Peter Stamatin. Is he the twin? Is Peter Stamerton also the artist? Maria Kiner. Eva Yan. Mark Immortal. Mark is the only guy I haven't met yet. Maria Maria is the one in the sanctuary. Okay, cool. Let me run back. Maybe I can just make it back to Eva. What time is it? Shit, I got ten fucking minutes. Oh, look! It's the... It's the Plague Doctor and the, the guy! Quick, quick, save my life, guys! Plague Doctor, help me! The Executor. The Executor. Yeah. The town is small and rather unexceptional, isn't it? But there are all kinds of people here. The simple folk, the more remarkable ones. The former will tell you more than they know. The latter know way more than they're ever going to tell. Keep a close eye on them. Your victory depends on it. Um... Who are these remarkable people, I say? There are twenty-something of them, easily distinguished by their lodgings or their presence. They're called many names, the Bound, the Fated, Adherence, Gobbo's Tagula, the Town Circle. Simon preferred their company to any other. Is it a sect or something, I ask? No, he says. It says, they say, there used to be a pagan name called Tagula. A Tagler, Tagla. Tagla. Uh, a round lay of sorts. A tagla means a kin circle. And Gobbo is a character from a local epic. And so the people that Simon was interested in most are called the Gobbo's Tagla. Some of them don't even know one another. Oh, how did Simon choose them, I ask? Because it's they that will decide the fate of his town. This town. Don't be distracted by the fact that some of them look insignificant or disreputable. They'll earn their worth. You just give them time. They're the most important joints of the town. 
Why are you telling me this, I ask? Each day one of them will try death by the tooth. Each will put their life at risk, and each one that dies is important. Some of them may take the keys to victory to the grave. Mind that the keys are yours while the grave is theirs. Others will do the opposite. What? Don't waste your chance to condemn someone who may get in your way. Uh, how do you know what's helpful and what gets in the way, I ask? Okay, okay, alright. Dropping you more hints would be cheating. Shutting up now. Allow me to, con con to conclude, then. Each bound you save will influence the final of your adventure, the finale of your adventure. Each of them has their own goal and motives. It may so happen that those who seek a different ending survive, and then, well, you've been warned. Um, okay, I'll take that into account. Uh, masked person, help me. Tragedian. Oh, tragedian. A tragedian! Like a person who studies or is involved in tragedies? A tragedian. I've been calling them a tragedian. I'm a fool. Oh, I'm a fool. Editor Dan, cut out this little bit of audio and stick it in right in the first episode when I first read the word tragedian. Tragedian. There's something in particular we feel the urge to warn you about, says the tragedian. When you speak to the bound, please choose your words carefully. Don't worry, you'll easily be able to make out what kind of a person is standing before you, an observant man that you are. Use that skill when dealing with the bound. Some of them are indeed worth insulting, whereas others need to be treated with the utmost respect. Um... I've no idea what you're talking about, I say. The other option was silly. Every line you utter will have consequences. News spreads rapidly around here. If you spoil your reputation in one place, you'll have to reap what you've sown in another. Restore your good name in the south, and you'll receive a warm welcome in the north. They'll heed every word that you say, and you'll be rewarded. Okay, good, I say. Great. R run me back to Eva. How do I get there? I'm facing the wrong goddamn way already. I spin around, I go this way. Can I get back in ten minutes? Have I saved someone today? Maybe one of the people... Just by talking to them, maybe getting back to Eva will save her. God fucking damn it, listeners, why didn't I... Why didn't I just... I'm gonna... It's gonna end any second. Oh, I'm just walking down the street to Eva's house. Why the hell... I can see Eva's house. Why didn't I just go to go around and talk to the Kane family more, the Kine family? Because they would have given me all that fucking goddamn shitting. And yet they fuck. came unprepared. And that's it. That's the end. The hair eater. The yeah, bones. the hair eater. Whatever. Blah blah blah. Okay. <sighs> okay. What game can I load? Okay. I think I can go back to... Maybe I can go back to just after I've... Okay. Alright, I'll do a little bit of editing here. I'm gonna load back to just after I've paid the gravediggers to dispose of the body. I'm not gonna go back and talk to Maria, I'm not gonna talk to any of the people in the Rod Mansion. I'm gonna go right back and talk to the sister, Kine. 
whatever her name was. I'm going to get the list of bound, and then I'm going to go back to Eva. That feels like the thing to do. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll cut back when I'm when I'm in front of the uh, the kind mansion again. Ding! It must be eleven o'clock. All right. I just heard the bell ring. It must be eleven o'clock. I'm just walking up to the kind sister's door. What's her name? Here she is, Katrina. The caprice of Maria. Is even Maria Kina. Okay, let's do this dialogue and then let's run back to what's her face. Okay, I've got my list of the bound. I'm now getting the hell out of here. Ah, yeah, the the plague doctor and the um, dramaturg just just confused me. Oh, I'm facing the wrong direction again. Yeah. So, um, so in doing this, what I have missed out on is talking to uh, Alexander's clairvoyant wife. And that's a little... There's a little symbol on my map, a circle above where she is, which disappears when I talk to her, even though she didn't really have anything that interesting to say when I spoke to her before loading the game. So that's one thing that will be different. Maybe that... Maybe I've screwed myself over. I'm walking past bins. I wish I had time to check the bins, but I don't. Okay. Here's Eva's house. How much time do I have left? Okay, 45 minutes. That's actually pretty good. I've made great time. I've come back. I'm going to talk to Eva, and hopefully that will be... It's so quiet around now. Hopefully that'll be the end of today's quests. Um, okay. So far, it doesn't look that good. I've got three dialogue options. She says to me, That ominous singing outside my window is gnawing at me. Who could be singing at a time like this? I can say very little time's passed, but I feel hungry and exhausted again. I can say, Tell me, Eva, what are the ruins outside your windows? Is it a stairway to heaven? I can say, I can't hear anything. I'm going to ask about this, the ruins. It's on the other side of the guzzle. This ruin is one of is one that's closer to the theatre. This ruin is the one that's closer to the theatre. On the other side of the guzzle. Is the guzzle the river? Looks better from the second floor. Uh, <laughs> you can say, thank you, that's precisely what I wanted to know, which sounds pretty sarcastic given what she just said. What are these ruins, I asked. They look ancient, but the construction is recent. Oh, that's an old dream of the Stamatons. They're architects, you know. They wanted to overcome the forces of gravity. These ruins are a kind of an attempt to do so. They're built by the Peter Stamaton. They were built by the Peter Stamaton. Can you imagine they still live here? Still haven't gone back to their home in the capital. Who are they, I ask. I think I've heard the name. Could you please tell me if that's not too long a story? It'll take as long as you want it to, says Eva. Although one can talk about them for hours. Where should I start? 
They are brilliant architects. They've built something famous in the capital, the three-storied garden of frozen springs. Does that ring a bell? I can say, really? They died, didn't they? No, they moved here to build the polyhedron and have been living here since then. It's been almost ten years now. They stayed for the Mistress Nina. Uh, the polyhedron is that tower on the other side of the river, right? I ask. Yes, the new quarter, or the, the specular tower, they call it. Do you like it? Uh, how does it stand? How is it supported? I actually don't know what it is. I don't think I've... She says, I've got no idea. That's the mystery. Everyone says it's impossible. A crazy building, I say. And dialogue I ends. Talk to me again. Would come. Um, very little time has passed. I feel exhausted again, I say. Since you've decided to fight death, you'll have to be very careful. It's September. You'll be dying with every breath of air out here. Um... Um, I can, yeah, I'll just talk for a bit. Blah, 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 blah. We're all dying every second of our lives, I say. But I won't bore you with a monologue, I say. She says, you got me wrong. You'll be dying here much faster than in the capital. Your body is wasting away just as fast as a boat sinks with its hold full of water. Breathe in this air. Breathe in this air. Can you feel it? But why, I ask? The steppe is full of various herbs. They fill the air with dizzying vapours. White whip, twire, slavery are dangerous in August and September when herbs surrender their juices to the sun. People tend to get headaches this time of year. Heart sufferers lie in bed with pain. My heart aches as well. How do people live here, I ask? Twire is a rare herb, so usually it's bearable. But this year it's unbelievably plentiful. The elderly say, this is phenomenal. Nothing like this has ever happened before. They think it's a bad omen. Well, I don't believe that, but the air is droning. Can't you feel it? Don't you feel dizzy? Yeah, the air's heavy, I say. You need to sleep often. Never go hungry. Drink more water. You need to look after yourself properly. If you feel sick, forget everything else and get rest. Otherwise, you may die of a heart attack or bleeding. Be careful, all right? The more I think and do, the faster I die. That's symbolism if ever I saw it, I say. And that's it. I've seen the angel of death. I'm talking to her again. The only option is that I can't hear anything. I've seen the There's nothing here for me. I failed, listeners, I failed. What's in my quest log? My mission remains obscure in the main mission. I need to figure out the most fruitful approach. Today's quests. In pursuit of a killer. To find out who killed the immortal Simon Kane. The dead man's own family may not want more than I do. May not want it more than I do. A burning desire to punish the murderer, eradicate them. Blah, blah, blah. Isidore Baraka was murdered. The local authorities have sealed off his house. Alexander Sabarov, the head of the Sabarov family, has taken control of all proceedings regarding law and order in the town. The Sabarovs are one of the three families that govern the town, and Alexander was the person to take immediate measures after discovering Isidore's body. If this Yulia Lurichova is genuinely capable of rational thought, then she is more astute than the majority of her contemporaries in this town. 
There are those who would believe that if I am unable to pinpoint the murderer by nightfall, then I am destined to become the next victim. If my encounter with death is so inevitable, then I should prepare myself for it. As ludicrous as it may be, the thought sends a chill down my spine. Am I supposed to go visit Yulia again? How much time have I got? I've got 40 minutes. How far away is Yulia? She's goddamn miles away. But there's no circle on her house. There's no quest. Okay, listeners. Let me replay this last day a couple of times. This last hour. Let me try... Yeah, I'm going to play this last hour a couple of times. I'm not going to do the full live commentary. Commentary. I'll just start talking when something interesting happens. I'll see if I can get myself out of the situation in an hour. Let's see. A dog! What the fuck is this? There's a dog in the street. A Doberman Pinscher. It hasn't seen me. It's running in the other direction. I happen to want to go the same way. Okay, it didn't notice me. Hi, listeners. That's the first time I've seen a dog. It was a pincer with a docked tail. Um, I'm just, uh, I've just uh, restarted my last hour. I've paid the grave diggers, and now I think I remember it was um, what's her face. Uh, Yulia Liu Richiever's house who put me in, like, who told me to go talk to Anna Angle. So, what I'm going to try with this hour is running back to Yulia's house and tell her that I talked to Anna Angle. I hope that dog doesn't come get me. Alright. Oh. Uh, listeners, I just decided to quickly drop in on uh, Anna Angle just to, like, see if, um, just to see if it's important that I talk to her after getting the grave diggers. And this time I decided to say, yeah, give me a ring from your finger. She gave me just a bunch of rings and a thousand bucks. So I've got like trinkets now. I've got pockets full of trinkets. Pockets full of trinkets. Uh, it's it's on the way. So I've quickly saved the game. I've got um. I've still got an hour and fifteen minutes. That's how much time I've got. And I've got a pocket full of trinkets. And I'm on the way. I'm on the way to to Yulia's place. Okay. See you soon, listeners. Oop. Ding. I've just arrived at Yulia's mansion. I've got one hour left. Go around the weird round room in the center of her house, and here she is. Hello. Nice green coat. It's so lonely here. You've traveled all the way here only to find that both people you wanted to see were brutally murdered. Is this how the story goes? So this is the same thing she said before.
I have to find whoever it is that killed Isidore and Simon, and I wanted to ask your help. Sabarov told me you have a gift for all manner of investigative inquiry. Oh, I'm certainly no better investigator than you. I never had a chance to search for a murderer before. The best I can offer is to fill in the blanks with whatever mysterious supernatural entities seem most fitting. Shabnak Abdaya is the simple man's scarecrow. I would have followed a different narrative. Um... What kind of narrative, I asked? Consider the circumstances of his death. They said Simon had locked himself up in the evening and consequently died in the morning inside the mansion in a chamber with some peculiar name. Yulia says, In this case, I'd suggest that Simon was poisoned by the Canes, I would have thought, but I know their family all too well. Their mutual loyalty is only rivaled by their arrogance towards anyone who is not one of them. They hold the price, the princely sage who stands at the head of their family in highest esteem. They believe that a single dishonourable act will tarnish their name for generations to come. I doubt any of them would have stooped to this, no matter what they want, whether no matter whether they wanted to do it or not. Uh, poisoned. How did you arrive at this conclusion? I ask. Well, I don't. I don't believe you understand what he died in focus really implies. She says. Do you know what the Canes refer to as focus? You don't seem to grasp the semantics of the term. These are the Canes for you. These kinds of innuendos are their forte. Well, what is focus then? I ask. The focus is anything but an abstraction. The focus is anything but an abstraction. Quite the opposite, in fact. It is governed by mathematically rigid regularities. You see. No one but the owner of a focus may get inside. This can only mean that Simon had brought the killer with him, or rather within him, since no physical object may be brought into focus either. How do you know that? I ask. Who doesn't? She says. The Canes are notoriously passionate about all manner of synthetic anomalies. They'll never pass up the opportunity to devise a Kunststück. An Kunststück is that art something? Kunst is German for art. What's a Kunststück? Kunststück. Kunststück? That would allow them to warp space, challenge physics, manipulate optics. Metaphysically, a focus can be compared to a camera obscura. Do note that the name is not unfitting. No, it is entirely possible for someone to get inside. Uh, it is entirely impossible for someone to get inside, she says. Sorry, I read that last bit wrong. Um, we're given the option to say two versions of the same thing. We can say, that's obviously wrong because he was disfigured and bleeding and his bones were broken. Or we can say, you're also not allowed to eat or drink, but that means one suspects foul play in regard to Isidore's death. He's been stabbed after all. So that seems like the same thing, except more reasonably said. Stabbed does not even begin to describe it. Starker Rubin told Lara that Isidore was slaughtered by some object resembling a humongous razor-sharp talon. What a riveting case, she says. No wonder some people will start talking of step monsters made of assorted bones. And then I ask, a what? A claw-like object? And she says, such was the topography of, topography of the wound, according to Rubin. Neither Lara nor me are quite able to colloquialize a term like this. You should speak with him directly if you wish to know the details. Make haste if you want to get a hold of him. Reuben is eager to join Simon as soon as possible. 
No pun intended. Um, where's Reuben at the moment? Mourning his master, I think. They were very close. Okay, so Reuben is the surgeon who is the understudy of Isidore. Mourning his master, I think. They were very close. Have you investigated Isidore's house yet? Yeah, but they won't let anyone in there, I say. Oh, is that so? Well, this does introduce a different perspective. Did you say Isidore was the last person to see Simon? Well, the question is, who did he see before? The sun had not yet set when Isidore returned from the steppe. However, he came to Simon well after midnight. The question naturally arises, where did he spend the missing few hours? This is good. This is all good shit. Why didn't I get this when I was talking to her before? Um, yeah, that's, I'm going to say, that's why I'm trying to trace Isidore's steps. I want to walk the same route. Don't get me wrong, though. And she says, was Isidore seen with Sabra? Oh, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to follow Isidore's path right to being murdered with a big spike. That's what I was implying then. She says, was Isidore seen with Sabarov by any chance? Um, I say, yeah, he was. He warned Sabarov in an upcoming storm. I don't remember who Sabarov is, but I guess my character Daniel does. All right, says Yulia. Let me suggest then that while he was in the steppe, he saw or learned something that he wanted to report to all three ruling families. In this case, either of the Og Olgimsky family should have been his on his itinerary, especially since Baraka was one of their own men. So Isidore was in close ties for the Olgimsky family. Really, I say? Definitely, she says. The bull project, from the abattoir to the railway, is controlled by the Olgimsky family. If Isidore's discovery had anything to do at all with the kin, Isidore would have certainly relayed it to Vlad. So do make sure to pay a visit to the Lump. That's the name of the Olgimsky mansion. Another fitting name, wouldn't you agree? I don't have any time to go anywhere else. Thank you, Yulia. What would I do without you, I say? So we've got to go to the Lump. Where's the Lump? It's relatively close. I can make it there in my hour. The Lump. The Olgimsky Mansion. Home to Big Vlad and Capella. Yeah. And I think Little Va Vlad was in the, the bricked-in house, right? Next to the well. He wanted me to kill the butcher. <laughs> what a crazy series of sentences this game makes me say. Okay, let's see if I can rush to the Lump. Saving my game. And I'm rushing to the lump. Uh, I'll, I'll see you when I'm at the lump, or if anything weird happens on the way. Okay, I can see the lump. Yeah, it's this kind of slightly conical mansion, three stories tall with buttresses, brick buttresses going up the cone shape. It's almost like a like an adobe hut shape, but built of big granite bricks with buttresses. We've entered the lump. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a cool piece of artwork. Uh, on a massive platter. Oh, look at you. Hi. No. I won't believe in some 
Irvin Killer. So this is Vlad. I don't know how much time I've got left. I must have about a half hour left. A time stopped because I'm talking to Vlad Olgimsky. He's a bald-headed man in a very sort of rich fur, like warm-looking fur coat kind of thing. Uh, the massive platter in his entry hall had a picture of the same kind of bloat-headed pink frogman who was squatting in... Eva's yard, uh, and in the same black tangled, like almost straight jacket looking attire as well. So, but it was just a nice picture. It was a good looking piece of art on that big platter. And now I'm talking to Vlad, who I found in this mansion. Ah, Bachelor Dankovsky, of course. Who else could be so dapper? I've heard quite a lot about you. Have you taken a look around? Be sure to check the state of the industry around here. We have our own ways. Um, <laughs> how curious, I say. What's the current state of your industry? Come now, says Vlad. It's a complicated establishment with a thousand years of history. A special approach is required to control such a colossus. See where I'm getting at, emissary? Uh, so I think he's saying, like, yeah... The labor that we use in this place is questionable. And because my two options are it would be pointless to object or no, such businesses always have room for improvement. So let's be a let's be a, a, a good let's be a good lefty and say this business has room for improvement as far as the use of labor goes. Uh, I can see we're not really seeing eye to eye, says Vlad. The project is special. Very special. That means common standards do not apply here, and that would be very naive. Um, we'll come back to this, I say. Why are my children like this? <laughs> so, yes, getting everything back on track won't be an easy task, says Vlad. Uh... I'm going to say, Isidore came to see you last night. Don't try and deny it. He says, so what if he did? Um, I'm also aware of what you two have been talking about. All I want to know is why he left to see Simon afterwards. So I think that implies that I've been paying enough attention to know that Isidore wants to be, what, ahead of the kin? Which has to do with the, like, industry in this town. And Vlad is also... Maybe Vlad is current head of the kin? Or has something to do with the kin who controls the labor. Or the industry, at least. So I think that is what I'm aware of. That I'm aware of that was what you two were talking about. But I do want to know why he left to see Simon. Oh my, oh my, pray forgive me, says Vlad. So he wanted to bring me to heal that traitor, that bastard. Well, what he asked for... Uh, was for me to stop the factory. How could I not kick him out? Um, I could ask what his reasons were, or I could say, what did he tell you? Who else could he have spoken to? Perhaps someone who could take measures, and of what kind? So I'm like, oh, I'm on the case. I'm going to do that one. Huh? Oh, that, my dear and respectable friend, is none of your business. My property, like I said, is in order. See the skin and meat delivery reports. Do you know how hard? No way. It's my domain. Whether anyone riots or not, and I'll have my way with them. Um, yeah, I see, I see. You're the big guy here, I say. 
No, no, keep on talking to him. So my Harospex is the Ripper? Funny. Uh, so this time, instead of saying, Isidore came to see you, I'm going to say, I'd like to inquire about the fate of my colleague Isidore Baraka and about the manner of his death, to be precise. What are you implying, says Vlad? What is this manner you're talking about? Be so kind as to mind your own manners. I had nothing to do with this. Don't they say Isidore was murdered by a step demon? A Shabnakadaya? There was that thingy, a talon they fished out of the wound. I, can say, I love the sarcasm in this game because I can go, right, a demon! Why didn't I think of that straight away? It was obvious. I'm going to say that. No need to put on airs, says Vlad. Like you know life. Scarcely off the train and full of scorn already. Oh, I know these big city manners full well. Yet the capital is a thousand ver versts away. As is any other decent civilized place. If you catch my drift and you don't... And you didn't let me finish. He didn't let me finish. I want to talk about Danny. Uh, The Shining. That's a movie I just quoted. Yeah, I've seen some movies. All right. All right, I apologize for the sarcasm. Is your money where your mouth is, though? I ask. Well, it's hard for you to believe, isn't it, says Vlad. It used to be hard for many. Take my boy, for example. A scoffer, if I've ever seen one, and now even he believes that it's real. He went off his head a little bit. You're in the step now, esteemed sir. Eastern and backwards. The dead rise from their graves here. Clay dummies dance. Bulls talk. How do we catch this creature, I ask. There must be a way. Well, I've got no idea. I'm not a step man. These animals are only as interesting to me as they are productive. All is good as long as the pillow is pulled. As for how they're quacking amongst themselves, who would seriously take interest in that? Why was I cursed with a son like this? Oh, my sins, my grave sins. Uh, your son bears little resemblance to you, or you don't seem to like the step people? Your son bears little resemblance to you, I ask? He rubs elbows with the rabble, the butchers, odonga, shepherds, gatherers, learns their tongue, collects their legends. He doesn't keep them in check at all. They even dare to come visit him within the premise of the town. If you see a worm creeping through the street, he's definitely looking for my son. Um... What's wrong with them visiting him within the premises of the town, I ask? They are dangerous. They're aggressive. They hate everyone who isn't a step person. They'll jump you and kill you on the spot. They'll tear you up with their teeth and devour your flesh while you're still throwing fists at them. So if they spotted within the town, countermeasures are taken. Oh, man. The bloat-headed man at the very beginning of the game was called a worm, I think. They called it a worm? Is that right? Um, not to jump on this weird racist bandwagon, but I wonder if they were the murderers, those two guys camping, if they were the murderers all along. Um, but maybe that's just, that's just like a, a, a wild assumption. Uh, what of your son? Perhaps he could tell me more about this creature, I say. Hold your horses. You want to talk to my blockhead? No, you've got nothing to talk about. He's not here, thankfully. I don't want you two to meet. You heard me? These are tradesmen's words. I'll stick to them. I won't leave it at that, I say. Hard. It's hard. 
is his son, I think his son is the guy in the bricked up house. So maybe the, maybe this butcher thing is the main quest. Like he's part of the main quest. I just stumbled on it by accident. Maybe there's just enough time to kill the guy and run back to the young Vlad. Um, if that is the same person. Anyway, I'm talking to Vlad Olgimsky, the big Vlad again. How do you think Simon died, I asked. Well, I don't think he was murdered. How could he crave monocracy not... How could he who craved monocracy not perish? He couldn't. Not in this place. Balance requires equilibrium. Um... <laughs> okay. What you're saying is Simon's death worked in favour of the local hotshots. Vlad replies, Come now, what I'm saying is... When someone takes too much upon themselves, they always end up ground down. That's how life works. Um, they, but they say Simon was the one to bend the circumstances, not the other way around. No one seems to doubt that. Vlad says, Simon has lived a very long life. Very long. He was a worthy man, but long doesn't mean eternal, does it? No. One is to blame. No one is to blame for his death. Examine the body and you'll see for yourself. It just happened. Cain won't let me examine the body, I say. Well, that's temporary. A family tradition. He's not lying to you. He truly believes Simon was murdered. Were he to admit that Simon simply died of death, he'd probably go to his last home himself. The shock would be too much for the man. Um, oh, that's weird. Grigori Kane didn't appear sentiment sentimental to me, I say. Keep on talking to me. So my Harrowspecs is the Ripper? Getting everything back on track won't be an easy task, says Vlad when I talk to him again. Yep, it will be hard. Okay, that's all I can say. Um. Um. Cunning lot, aren't they? The older Olgimsky does his best to avoid mention of his household. When I ask him what his son was doing, the honourable stock breeder momentarily lost his temper. I think the son knows just as much as the father, and it'll be easier to get him talking. But where can I find him? Let's see. Here we are. Looking at my other tasks, the younger Olgimsky exhibits a genuinely traditional kind of filial piety. Or is he pursuing some project of his own? One way or another, he's determined to get rid of the beast-like troublemaker. I wonder what the creature whose death has no legal consequences looks like. I must find out if the killer is hiding in the cross house at the opposite side of the building. The butcher must be there right now. And then asterisk asterisk quest update. I doubt I would be able to deal with the brute of with a brute of such ferocity. So can I run to the younger Ogurski now? Let me see how much time I've got. Okay, I've got 35 minutes. That's enough time to get to the brick house. I'm saving my game. I'm going to run to the sun. How do I get out of here? I'm lost. Here we are. I went around the long way. Okay, how far away am I? I'm not that far. I'm pretty close. Okay, so see you on the other side of this walk through town, listeners. the insane station looks like a landed alien spacecraft and here's the bricked-in window house 
Oh, there's a back door over here. Let's take the back door. Hopefully it's unlocked. That might be quicker. Bang. Nope, it's locked. Shit, I'm gonna go around the front. That took no time at all. That's good. And there's the jugs of blood. Okay, I've got 22 minutes left before midnight. So let's talk to Vlad. Let's talk to Vlad about the murderer. I mean the butcherer. Hey, how's it going? We promise according to our hopes. We perform according to our fears. Vlad the Younger. See how it all turns out, he says. I used to keep this place secret, but all these secrets seem so childish now. So I've got two questions about uh, Isidore and Simon, none about the butcher. Maybe I have to... Okay, yeah, let's just ask about Simon and Isidore. What do you think about Simon's death, I ask? Huh, it's known that Simon had limited his social activity just before his departure. He only received two visitors. I know nothing of the first, but the second was none other than Isidore Baraka. The fact that he was killed the same night makes you think, doesn't it? Uh, the fact that he was killed the same night makes you think, doesn't it? Um, I can say, the killer took out a witness, do you think? Or I can say, well, the old Gimskis weren't exactly delighted with Isidore, were they? Uh, having just spoke to this guy's dad, I'm going to say that. You're correct, says Vlad. I'm willing to admit it, as you can see. Were I not absolutely positive that my father is innocent, I would have never confessed to it, even though we share a mutual distaste for one another. Father needed Isidore. He was much used to him, and that is the ultimate argument in my father's favour. Was he useful as a healer, I ask? Isidore wasn't a doctor. He was more of a herbalist. He never studied medicine. All his recipes were about plants and roots, so to speak. He was knowledgeable, true. A sorcerer, if you will. But a very different one from Simon. An earthen sorcerer. I say, I've never heard that Simon used to be a sorcerer before. Which is not true, I think I've heard it once before. Simon was a thurgist. Isidore was a witch doctor. Uh... <laughs> I can say, I'll start speaking your tongue myself soon. Which sounds a bit sarky, or I can say, And you think Isidore the Witch Doctor has managed to achieve the unachievable, a possible theory, but rather questionable? Achieve the unachievable? A possible theory, but rather questionable. I don't know what that means. Does Am I suggesting that he thinks that Isidore the Witch Doctor managed to kill the kill Simon? Or achieve the unachievable? What does achieve the unachievable? Let's click that. Oh, dialogue's over. Katarina thinks Claire is a messenger from heaven. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Vlad, tell me, did Isidore visit you last night? Tell me the truth, I say. Yes. Isidore did pay me a visit, says Vlad. But don't ask what we talked about. I have no right to share that with you. I can say, that's because it would make you betray your father, isn't it? Or I can be way more forward. Listen to this. Right. I'm going to ask you one more question now, and your answer will determine whether you and I become friends or enemies. And that's all I get to say. So I'm going to say that one. Well, I'd rather be your friend. Go ahead, says Vlad. What did you talk about? Tell me the truth, please, I say. Isidore said, says Vlad, a note that I'm merely retelling a second hand. 
story. Note that I'm merely retelling it secondhand. He said there's an epidemic in the steppe camps. An outbreak of Tarbigan sickness, perhaps. The plague, that is. Father... Father had issued an order to lock the termitary up to prevent the infection from getting in. Um... I can ask if he thinks Isidore was already infected when he spoke to him, or... I can say, what are you so afraid of that you would conceal all this? I don't understand. You did the right thing. Let's do that one. What are you so afraid of? There is an underlying sensitive family matter here. To cut a long story short, my father would kill me if he found out about this con con conversation. The unrest in the termitary, you see. I incited it to make father lock it up. He didn't believe Isidore. Ah... Okay. I can either see, yeah, now everything makes sense. Or I can say, what do you think was the cause of Simon Kane's death? Which seems like a left turn. I'm going to go, yeah, everything makes sense. We need to warn Reuben. It's very urgent. He's about to examine Simon as soon as the period of time required by the Kane passes. But where is he? I have no idea. Well, where's he staying, I ask. I don't know. There was a secret dissection room in one of the warehouses, but no one knows exactly where. He used to live mostly in the steppe, sometimes sleeping in the termitory or at Lara Ravel's shelter, but he's not there. I know that for sure. He went away to mourn his master. What would you have done if you were him? Um, what would you have done if you were him? He's not there. He went away to mourn his master. What would you have done if you were him? But then our three options don't make any sense in response to that question. I'd wait for him at the Canes. It's simple. So I'm saying I'm going to go wait for Reuben at the Canes, but he's going to come tomorrow. So that's not an option. I'd have resigned myself and left the place for good. My investigation's over. I'd check every warehouse, of course. Perhaps I'd find something. I'm going to choose that option. Don't tell me that's not what you were expecting. Okay, so we, we got a little journal update. I haven't read it yet. I've just started talking to Vlad again. He says, see how it all turns out? I used to keep this place a secret, but all the secrets seem childish now. I say, I don't see anything special. And that's it. Okay, let's read the quest. Oh my god. The investigation of the double murder has introduced a few additional considerations. It's highly possible that Simon died to some unfamiliar disease. Stark Reuben, the town medic, should be warned at once. If he touches the body, he may contract whatever disease still remains here. And that's it. Now what do I do? Alright, I'm just gonna... hang on. I'm just gonna have a look at the map and see where all the warehouses are, if I can see any warehouses at all. Alright, great. I see on the map, there's a place nearby, just on the other edge of the railway station, called the Castle of the Soul and a Halves, which is the warehouse where the urchins under Chieftain Notkin reside. So that's a warehouse, we could go there, but also nearby, within, like I could get there in time, is this place called Reuben's Prosectorium. 
Maybe that's where I should go. That's where I'm going to try first. I've saved the game. I've got 20 minutes left before the game ends. I'm going to go to Ruben's Prosectorium. Goodbye, Vlad. Thanks. So, see you at Ruben's Prosectorium, listeners. Okay. Ruben's Prosectorium is in this weird district of of houses which remind me of a prison camp. There's like shipping containers, there's like metal bunkers, and there's just like square metal houses. I'm just around the corner. Okay, Ruben's Prosectorium is in like a shipping container. There's a burning barrel out the front, and here's the door. How much time have I got left? Five minutes before the game ends. Let's get into Ruben's Prosectorium. Oh! It appears to be empty. Oh, there's a big bucket of blood and gore here. Anatomical drawings everywhere. A uh, microscope, some notes, but nothing else. Looks like the game is about to end, and I haven't found anything here. We placed yep. our trust in them. That's it. Game over. The hair yeah, eater or whatever is happening. Okay. Shabnak, the hair eater. The bone spirit crawled by them, touched them, and turned their blood into poisonous tar. Having devoured their body, she found her way into the steppe's depth and inner waters. And plague has devoured this land. Ah, wait a second. Wait a second! I think I might have just figured something out. Okay, hear me out. If Reuben examines Simon, he contracts the plague and maybe spreads it through the community. So maybe that's this endgame situation which is happening. Maybe Reuben arrives at the Kiner's mansion at midnight, and if I'm not there to stop him, the game ends. And that's what I've got to figure out. That's what, like, the puzzle is. So let's try running from Vlad the Younger's shack now. Let's try running to the Kiner mansions to meet Reuben before he gets in. We've got 20 minutes. I wonder if I can get from... Can I get from Vlad the Younger's shack to the Kiner mansions? Yeah, I can totally do that. Look at that. Yeah, it's well within my... Yep, we're doing that. Okay. It's worth a try, at least. Uh, I'm walking past the weird ruins. I haven't seen any dogs since that one dog. I hope I've got enough time. I'm pretty sure I should have enough time. Let's just... I'm not going to cut to anything... I'm just going to let this play out. I've got 13 minutes left, and I feel like I'm about halfway there. Maybe I'm not quite halfway there. Uh, I'm walking up some steps. I'm passing Eva's house now. Um, maybe I'll meet Reuben on the way. I've got to keep my eyes out for a Reuben-looking person. 
There's a person walking in front of me. No, but he's just the dapper man who I ask who his tailor is. That wouldn't be Reuben, would it? Okay, here's the mansions. I don't know how much time I've got left, but what do I do? Shall I just, like, wait out the f... No. Okay. Alright. There's two minutes left before midnight. Do I go in? Let me just wait here. We placed nope. our trust in Okay, let me try that one more time. This time I'll try going in. This time I'm emptying the first mansion I can. It's the younger brother's place. The place with the statue. Who's this? Simon was doomed. Stanislav Rubin. No. It's Rubin! I found Rubin! I got him, I got Rubin! This might with like two minutes left, listeners, I might have fucking done it. Hang on. Oh, Reuben. There's this tall guy dressed mostly in black, a black trench coat. He's got short cropped hair, quite a sort of a heavy brow, large lips. It's like a handsome, skinny Neanderthal kind of thing. I'm just describing a human face. And I'm also describing the in-game model, not the portrait, which looks completely different. Uh, greetings, friend. I heard news of your arrival. Everyone has. Are you here to examine the body as well? Um, I can say two, two of these sound like good options and one of them is an idiot option I could say I'd rather leave it to you bye bye or I could say my dear colleague I hope you've not touched it yet or I can say no the last thing I want to do in life is to examine him without first taking preliminary measures so that could be hinting that maybe we can do something about not getting the plague maybe should we try that what? You seem to know something I don't, says Reuben. I have a bad I have bad news for you. If you don't take measures soon, we're in for a terrible ordeal. It seems like Simon died of a contagious disease. I don't believe it, says Reuben. A second outbreak. Wait a second. I need to regain my senses. Are you sure about this? Do you mean what you say? I am and I do, I say. If it's the sand plague, Master's death was so untimely. If it's the sand plague, we only have a few more days to live, you see. I have no idea how to stop it. Nobody does. Uh, I say, your mentor has encountered this before? What is the sand plague? Listeners, I don't believe I pulled this off. I think I've saved myself from the game over scenario. Reuben says, I'm only making assumptions. I don't want to believe this. I'd rather have any other plague than this. I say, we have no time to waste. The body must be inspected, isolated, destroyed if necessary. We must take protective measures for that, of course. Uh, Reuben says, we need your diagnosis before we can provide reasonable protection. At the moment, you can only buy yellow immunity boosters at the drugstores. They're no good, but I'll try to do something about this. We'll need to take some remedies from Master's old workplace. Did you know he was murdered by his son? An atrocity. Oh, his son has nothing to do with this, I say. I presume Isidore was infected by Simon and died of the same disease, or vice versa. Let's not waste any more time, I say. Yeah, you're right. Let's make haste. I'll get everything ready. There were two other options. I didn't even read them. That was such a good one. I'll get everything ready for the examination. Meanwhile, let's arrange for the body to be isolated. Kane is keeping it in a cold place. I'll keep you informed. Um, 
I say, if we act deliberately and with a calm mind, we can prevent this epidemic. Stay strong. I won't leave you on your own. Buck and bang. What happens when time runs out now? We've got two minutes till time runs out. What happens when it runs out? Don't... We placed our... No, 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 What? We came unprepared. No, 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 Shabernak, no. the hair eater, oh. the bone spirit. Crawled by God them, damn it. touched them, and turned their blood into poisonous tar. Having devoured uh. their body, she found her way into the steppes' depth and inner waters. And plague has devoured this land. I thought I did it. Why did that happen? What do I have to do after I stop Reuben touching Simon? Is it someone touching Isidore that's the problem? I can't get to Isidore in 20 minutes. Fuck, I think I've just gotten myself in an unwinnable situation, but I've learned so much. Okay. Alright, there's one last thing before I call it a day, listeners, and that is... I'm going to quickly do that again, but I'm going to read what my quest update said, which I didn't do before. So let me quickly do that. Okay, here's the quest update. We have identified the killer, although we have yet to apprehend him. Reuben will collect the necessary equipment to protect him as he works with the bodies. In the meantime, I should inform Gregory Kane of what the primary investigation has shown. Oh, shit. I don't think I can get to... Gregory. Gregory. He's in another building, isn't he? Unless I speak to this other Kane. Hey. Yes? How can I help you? There's no need to worry, I say. Don't end game, don't end. I haven't checked- Fuck. I don't even have time to get out of the building. I've got myself in a fucked situation. I just need to get to Grigori. That's all I need to do. Okay, I've got to load an earlier state. I don't want to end this yet. Okay. Okay, maybe I can go back to just after, um, just after Anna Angel, An Angel gave me the rings, and then run to the younger Vlad's house, get the, the pertinent info from younger Vlad, without talking to his dad first. That's what I'm going to try. I'm going to load that game, I'm going to run to Vlad's house. See you at Vlad's house. Still running to Vlad's house. It's a pretty long run, but I really like how I'm getting to know the city a little bit, or this town. It's kind of fun to be forced to learn this layout. Okay, one hour left. Okay, I've reached the younger Vlad's place. I hope I can have this conversation with him without having to what? talk to his dad's first. Here we are. Yeah, we're having the same conversation. This is good. Katarina thinks Claire. Come on, come on. Did you hear that? Did it come from inside the well? No, okay. God damn it. No, I have to go to Yulia to go to. The older Vlad first. God damn it. 
So it has to be from where I loaded, I have to run to Yulia's, talk to the older Vlad, talk to the younger Vlad, intercept Reuben with enough time to get to Grigori and hope that there's nothing else that happens after that. I mean, obviously I should just restart the day, shouldn't I? Because I've given myself so little time, but I want to see if this situation is salvageable. So fuck it, I'm just going to do that. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I'm like speed running this game. I'm like, oh, if I take this route around the house, <laughs> then it'll be fractionally quicker than if I take this other route. Okay, I'm just about to talk to Yulia. And the bell hasn't chimed yet, like it did last time I was playing this. Which is good. Okay, let's get on with it. The bell hasn't sounded yet. I haven't checked the time, because I don't want to waste time futzing with my keyboard. But I think maybe the bell just hasn't sounded, because it was... Like I was... Halfway through a door when it rang or something, and I've got less than an hour left. Okay, there's the blob, or whatever it's called. To go around the fence to get to the front door. Yeah, I must have missed the bell. Hello, here's the guy, hmm. older Vlad. Let's so have the conversation. Okay, we got the quest. We're going to run to the sun. Hopefully, we'll get there. Okay, I'm running to the sun. I just picked up a ring off the ground. Okay, I'll, I'll see you when I'm at the sun. Hmm. Maybe there's little symbols that keep popping up in the top left of the passage of time. Maybe I've got half an hour left now. That would kind of suck. I wish I had a little longer than that. I've just reached the younger Vlad's place. I'm going to speak to the Vlad. Hello, Vlad. Can't I'm going to have this conversation again. A messenger from heaven. Okay, and now... I've had that conversation. I'm running back to the Kane's mansions. How much time have I got? Oh shit, I didn't see. I've got 25 minutes. So I've got five more minutes than I had before. That might not be enough time to get to the mansion next door. But we're going to try and make it happen. Alright. I'm just stepping into the mansion grounds now. I'm not going to all through this. I'm not going to check my clock. Because that wastes precious seconds. I'm about to have the conversation with Ruben. Let's do that right now. Okay, there we are. That's done. And now this is the part where I find out if I've bought myself enough time. I'm just running out of the mansion. I'm going to go to the mansion across the road. The game could end at any second. Or I could fulfill, <laughs> my, fulfill the day one requirements. Okay, I'm at the door. I'm going through the door. Go through the door. I'm running around. Where the hell is the guy? I'm in the guy's room. I'm looking in his face. I'm speaking to him. I'm the speaking to Gregory. Okay, I got to Gregory. Hand of Simon's murderer. That much is certain. Gregory Kane, Kane, Kane. I'm going to settle on Kane from now on. Says. I have been told of your initial verdict. You assert that Simon Kane was not killed by a human or a Shabnak demon, but died of a natural cause or succumbed to some physical sickness. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I say I wouldn't say he died naturally. He died of mysterious disease. Microbes are more efficient killers than demons. 
Grigori says, is that a hypothesis or a fact supported by evidence? It's a hypothesis. Or I could assert that it's a fact. It's a hypothesis. Grigori says, mere hypothesis is not something I'm willing to accept. Furthermore, the same rhetoric is widely employed by the people who want to hinder the murder investigation at any costs. The same people are spreading false rumours of civil disorder, which, as they would have it, took over the town. The same people would happily sacrifice human life to maintain a semblance of order. What do you have to say to that? What a timely sentence to read. But let's not dwell, shall we? I'm gonna say... Oh, what do I say? I can either say, I'd say that they're right, or I'd say that order must be restored. Hang on, let me think about that. People who want to hinder the murder investigation at any cost. The same people are spreading false rumours of civil disorder, which, as they would have it, took over the town. The same people would happily sacrifice human life to maintain a semblance of order. I don't think these two two responses make any sense, given this. I don't want to tell this guy that this this straw man rabble has just told me about is right, because that seems like a dumb thing to say to his face. But order must be restored is a weird thing to say, too. I don't know what to say. Alright, fuck it. This is fucked anyway. I'd say they're right. I would rather say otherwise, says Grigori Kane. This whole narrative is much too convenient for those covering for the murderer. The murderer who knew how to take Simon's life and keep that secret to themselves. What if they did not stop at that? Where's the body now, judge, I say. No one's touched the body since this death. The tradition kept in our family forbids us from seeing the dead until a certain time has passed. The required period of time will last until tomorrow, but I will not stop looking for the killer until you're able to convince me that your assumptions are true. If he was infected, then how did it happen? Next thing you'll tell me, it was Isidore that brought the disease to our family home. Um, yeah. I, I get two options. The most convincing proof would be a body examination. What other proof do you expect? Or, even if he was deliberately infected by some supernatural entity, I still need to make sure that I'm right. Both seem like the same kind of sentiments. I'll say the second one. Venerable bachelor, do you take me for some willful old fool who has burdened you out of spite with the complicated, complicated solution of a simple problem? Perhaps you think I'm covering somebody else's sins, getting in the way of you doing your duty. Is the body truly isolated as you, as reliably as you say, I ask? The body is in the focus of the crucible. You can't, you cannot examine it now. And I mean that is technically impossible. No one may see the body before a certain period of time has passed. Neither Master Reuben nor you, my dear bachelor, not even myself. What am I supposed to do then, I ask? What can I ask for you now? You've come to a conclusion already, have you not? If you haven't, then I urge you to seek out the facts as relentlessly as we do. May Providence help us if you're right. I can dis I can say, I'm going to discuss this with your brother. I mean, Victor, obviously. <laughs> Which I don't have time to do. Or I can say, all right, then let's wait for that period of time to pass. I'm going to say that one, because that's the only thing that I can do now. 
most men only die because they know not how to prevent dying. Uh, okay. Let's look in our quest log. How did that change anything? The initial findings suggest that Simon Kane was killed by a highly contagious disease. It seems I will not be the first to meet the killer. Dr. Rubin has better chances at that. I just cannot help but think that were Katrina's prophecy to come true, it would have made the situation even more convoluted than it already is. So now what happens when we wait for the time to pass? I'm just sitting here waiting. How much time have I got left? Two minutes. I've got two minutes left. There would be enough time, maybe, to run and talk to his brother. The day is over. Your, Your timely, timely efforts, efforts allowed your supporters to remain, to remain unharmed. I did it! I've had a success! It's two minutes past midnight and I'm not fucking game over! Fantastic! Fantastic! I'm running around the house! I'm jumping up and down in front of this dickhead! Fantastic! Oh great, a new mime performance? Great, I'm gonna run to the theatre and see a mime performance. <laughs> what do I even do? I've got so much- I guess I have so much time now. Oh my god. <sighs> my exhaustion's at 50%. My hunger is a little past 50%, my immunity is at 50%, my health... I don't know what this means. Does my health draining... Is that what happens? Or does my health want to be full? Because it's pretty full, but is that a bad thing? I don't know. But, okay, listeners, okay. Okay. I'm exiting and I'm saving the game. I miraculously did it. Listeners, I did it. I got to keep all of Anna's money and rings, I got to complete that quest, and also run to um, Anna Yona or whatever her name was, and then to Vlad the Elder, and then Vlad the Younger, and then run to goddamn Reuben, and then run to Grigori, and everyone's okay, and I did it on day one. Fantastic! I can't believe this feels like an amazing accomplishment to me, that I, this was this insane riddle that I got from just talking to people and then I understood the solution and then I ran and I enacted the solution with only two minutes left and it was the correct solution and it's fantastic. Oh my god, I don't even know what to do. So I'm gonna end the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for staying with me through the first day of Pathologic. I feel like that's the end of chapter one of this Let's Play. I feel like it's also been like goddamn three, four, five, six, six hours or something already, which is ridiculously long for a series of mine. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Um. I guess. I guess you know what I'm gonna do. I'll edit and release. I'll I'll edit and I'll release this this first day on the feed, and then I'll wait for to see how everybody likes this. Maybe I'll play day two. Um, yeah, but I'll I'll just leave it for now. Just yeah, let me know. Let me know. Did you like this this long long airy let's play of this weird <laughs> this weird stressful game? Let me know if you liked it. I'll do more. I'll do more. This is addictive. I'll do more. For now, let me bring up uh, my um, my audio synchronization tool. Boop, 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 boop.
that'll do um and hey thanks listeners I'll see you later uh goodbye bye 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 see ya the sound of